and welcome to Tabletop Radio Hour, your podcast for everything tabletop. My name is Zach, and this week, I've got the regular crew. I've got Mark, and I've got Logan. Mark, how's it going today? So far, so good. I think I'm ready for some adventure. Logan, how about you? Mm, We'll say it's going explosive. Ooh. Oh, Uh no. (laughs) Is that referring to the explosiveness of, of D10s, or... (laughs) <laughs> the more literal explosiveness of explosives, because that depends on <laughs> that, yeah. that will determine how how I am. That was going <laughs> to make a nod towards you know the, the, the happy treason day that is Independence Day here in the U.S. Uh, yes, uh, yes, uh, yes. Around that weekend, but I mean to be That's honest, true. there are plenty of options for explosions of both types that you referenced in this game. So yes. of course, just depends oh. on how many explosions you take if you get to have explosions on your dice. <laughs> Mechanical <laughs> <laughs> derailed derailed <laughs> no 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 i kid this this entire podcast is is a a train off its rails yes uh, so, roll a but, derail that's my question like what <laughs> how many sides is on a derail how many how many sides does a derail have uh, so yes yeah, so it's that's a shirt that's a shirt idea guys it is there that's you go <laughs> But, but it but anyways, is it is America's Independence Day, so let's play some Forerunners. Yeah, I like it. That's perfect. Yep, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Um, but yeah, w- without further ado, I think we're just getting into things <laughs> that we have planned for the day. And in in that case, today we are playing Seventh C. We're gonna play some more Seventh C, guys. Back to myths and legacies. Myths and Legacies is a nice new little campaign here that we've got started. If you haven't checked out, I ran the last GM session uh, a few episodes back there. So give it a listen if you didn't. Um, but, uh, you know, Logan, pick pick up where you left off last time. Well, last um, time we uh, we faded back into five sails again, but I uh, followed a convict that became our awesome new friend to the ship, Briggs, Zach's character. Um, there was a bit of a conflict between some uh, guards in blue, which were uh, Adbeating Training Company um, officials. And then the Theonos Kleos had decided to get the heck out of Dodge as multiple different <laughs> groups were fighting on the docks in five sails. And so I think we're fading in on our heroes the next morning um, as the ship is just rounding around the point of San Agustin, little island off, of, um, off the coast of Castile. Um, about 110 miles, 120 miles um, away from Five Sails. We come to the ship itself. We'll say we hear the, the chime of one of the bells for an hour change. Instead of doing like a recap of things that we might have missed from what I talked about, what did each of your characters dream about last night? Uh, I can start with there, because since we talked about uh, heading back to the Numenari approach, I am certainly dreaming of home. What does that that look like? Is that people? Is that buildings? Is that a certain smell or like a certain food that you're missing? It is, yeah, a little bit of a little bit of it all. Uh, mostly the people, of course. Um, uh, I uh, I have had 
uh, indication that I may have a daughter that I don't know about. So that is certainly uh, uh, piquing my curiosity and uh, and giving me some ideas of what that might be like and and how that person may be fitting in uh, to Newman society and uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what I might might find in that regards as well. Um, as you kind of wake up, you, you are thinking about how that society would work, maybe like an old, uh, you know, Baker's house that you remember in your hometown. Mm-hmm. And that's actually what kind of brings you to is, is where you kind of fade in with the smell of a pastry being baked by your baker, by your, your ship's cook. And you can smell mm-hmm. that phyllo dough sort of rolled, um, uh, not baklava. What am I thinking of? Uh, Greek dessert that I'm thinking of. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was baklava. No, I had that right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that's yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, you're Perfect. you're yeah. correct. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that's with, sweet with breads. W- wonderful pastachios yeah. and yep. a, a wonderful sweet, often flavored with rose water sugar syrup yes. that's poured yes. over top. If you guys don't know, I'm really into food. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> awesome. Very nice. <laughs> All right. Very nice. Yes. Ah, but that's yes. that kind of what brings you to uh, to consciousness as you smell a sweet, awesome aroma. Uh, you can hear Ephemia herself kind of shouting at someone, "Get out of here!" As <laughs> Some sort of scuffle is happening uh, in in the galley, no. but Great. nothing nothing major, just the usual. Because Ephemia, she's pretty much like, I am the boss of my little galley. Don't you know? Don't step in here unless I've invited you. If you think she's the <laughs> captain, down there. right? <laughs> I will I will energetically kind of pop out of bed and instantly uh, crack my head on an overhead beam, forgetting <laughs> the fact that I'm not in my own cabin. I'm in the first mate cabin. <laughs> yep. That's right. And it's much more cramped than I was expecting. Than yours. It to be. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, man. Give a little uh, uh, Newman swear word and, uh, and might hear, get dressed. You might hear a couple of snickers from <laughs> yeah. a couple bunks over. Yeah. yeah. The, the walls are not that, are, are pretty thin, so I'm sure that was heard. <laughs> they just hear. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, oh. we're gonna fade over another bunk over, uh, a couple bunks over, or whatever, uh, to where um, Briggs is at. Uh, Briggs, what, uh, yeah. what are you dreaming about? I'll say with with the the little sleep that Briggs gets, mm. he was dreaming of ki- kind of recent. The, the recent memories of his encounters with the uh, the Adabian Trading Company. Okay. He, he envisions dirty, musky jail cells and the sound of, of the clanking of irons. So less the getting caught by them this last time and more just all of the times you've been in one of their cells. Yeah. Interesting. With that, the musty smells, the, you know, that rattling sound of chains, maybe the scream of someone in the background, and then like the squeak sound of like a rat running across your chest that you wake up and you brush something off of the, your chest and you realize it's just one of the ship cats kind of jumped on your chest and woke you up with a start. Or it's Ori. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we hear Ori chasing that cat off. <laughs> yeah, as, as he, he wakes up, he, uh, he comes to a little bit. <clears throat> and he kind of sits up in his bunk just on, on the edge of the bed. Uh, he he often has these kind of spells of not being able to sleep because of uh, nightmares. Sure. But yeah, he he is probably up for the rest of the night, and whatever, where, whatever time it may be. 
Well, yeah, we'll say you wake up before the captain, you know, early morning. That sounds good. Um, it's just maybe the the dullest glimmer of twilight on the horizon or just that weird grayness where you're not even no sun at all and hardly any twilight. And in your little like nook, uh, wherever your your hammock is hung, uh, you kind of, mm-hmm. you know, come to and you look over in the corner and there's a pair of red eyes staring at you. You take a quick, you know, start with breath, you know, surprise and kind of blink for a second and it's gone. Yeah, you must be seeing things. But other than that, you get up on deck and do your thing uh, since you're probably, you know, awake, like you said. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a nice, calm morning. Um, waves aren't too rough or choppy. Winds aren't too bad. Yeah, and unless you guys have had any reason to stop off, I'm, I'm going to say that, you know, things are kind of ship normal at this time. As you mm-hmm. round around um, San Agustin, uh, you can see there's a ship pulling into the trade lane in front of you, but they just seem to be some sort of uh, caravel um, loaded down. Looks like it's got some sort of, you know, goods on it and is okay. flying some sort of merchant flag on there. Nothing doesn't seem to be heavily armed or armed at all, maybe. And it's just following the trade line in front of you. Other than that, uh, Captain, everybody's, you know, doing the usual thing of reporting to you and telling you mm-hmm. what stuff's going on. But nothing seems to be really out of the ordinary for the morning unless there's somebody you wanted to talk to or if we wanted to zoom in on any other uh, members of your boat. No, I don't think so. I'd probably just do the the normal rounds, uh, checking sure. our course. Um, certainly uh, not straying too far from the galley and uh, <laughs> <laughs> eagerly awaiting that breakfast. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you found um, out, you know, soon after you'd gotten up that uh, it was the uh, the young Lachlan, the guy you picked up uh, along the same time period as mm. when you picked up Briggs, uh, the Highlands March young man that's good with horses, who uh, who had gotten screamed at as he had tried to nick something from the galley. Uh, just, you ah, know, completely, completely ah, innocently. Gotcha. He was, he was, it was, a, it was one of those mistakes where he was like, oh, I, th- I thought we were just all right to just take... Just grab stuff, what, yeah. Whatever, <laughs> I was just... I, I was just hungry. This apple looked very, very refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it is. Get out of here. Brooklyn! <laughs> <clears throat> nice. <laughs> um, Br- Briggs will probably just uh, kind of check in with the the night crew, okay. I guess. Um, uh, you know, get, get a, a report. Uh, just kind of see what needs to be done for for the morning and and uh, who needs to be relieved of what. And I'll get people in positions and, and stuff like that. Sure, I think the first person you end up talking to is you know Dugald, Dugald McMillan. He's their uh, oh. your other Highlands March dude on here, and he's he's like, right, Briggs, good to see you. Did the captain <laughs> give you a duty yet? Duty for for the morning, Dugald, or for the for the ship? For the ship, you're new here. I thought you would have been informed that for, for whatever godly reason they've decided I be the uh, ship's master. Oh, and you, that's the first time he's like kind of been quietish as he just kind of grunts at you. <laughs> and like he, he squints his eyes down and looks real quick. And then he kind of like nods and like stumps off somewhere. Captain, mm. Dugald's coming for you. <laughs> but uh, we don't have to really have the, the full play out there in uh, it's basically just a like you know Dugal is like what are you doing like this person's new are you sure you can trust them you know sort of thing but I, I would assume that you he's he's not going to be like he's not trying to be belligerent at the captain but he is definitely questioning okay. or asking questions the best way to test a man's metal 
is to put that metal to the test. Don't you agree, Mr. DeGald? Sounds like too much poetry for my job. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that either, my friend. All right. Well, with that, um, the the sailing continues on and into the uh, mid-afternoon. Um, you see a storm is rolling in or some sort of thick fog as it's starting mm. to get overcast and gray, uh, fog rising from the ocean itself, and the visibility is becoming a little bit rough. Uh, you guys will be rounding around uh, the little islands that are unnamed um, just south of San Augustine over okay. here. Um, and that's where the, the fog starts to get pretty thick. Is the wind is the wind dying down as well? Or no, 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 it's still it's still keeping. Um, it just seems to be like this. This fog's, you know, and usually wind would disperse fog, correct? Usually, yeah. Yeah. Usually. Um, then, uh, yeah, I'll order uh, a couple reefs in the sail. Um, mm. Get those taken in a bit. OK. Uh, if uh, if I can, I'll take take the moment to head up to the crow's nest. OK. Sounds like we have some approaches here to try and make this a little bit smoother sailing. So, um yeah. Let's go ahead and get some rolls in here. I think there's an opportunity to either catch time, um, but there's also a possible um, uh, consequence of losing time sailing. Um, okay. There's also a possible damage to the ship because you are getting kind of close to, I mean, this is all relative. And, you know, but the difference between the islands and, and the shore is like 20 miles. So mm-hmm. but I'm just going to say it's rocky through here. Uh, there's, it's a little bit tighter um, navigation through this area. So it's a possible chance of damage to your ship. Um, yeah, okay. there's definitely some maneuverability that we need to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Probably cra- some crags. Uh, yeah, just probably. Random rocks up here and there. Um, so I think in this yeah. situation, we're not in a fight. I think the main areas to focus on is maneuverability um, and like maybe like a speed control um, and then just general navigation. So it's gotcha. kind of like okay. you know, how well you're piloting things, how well um, you know, you're controlling your speed, and then... Yeah, definitely want somebody with a lead line in the bow as well, uh, okay. checking for depths and uh, obstacles. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So you got a couple um, of things you want to command on. Let's see what you're rolling. Uh. Well, let's see. Definitely, obviously, sailing. Um, okay. I think yours is more of a wits or a panache, depending on whether you're trying to think through it, Captain, or if you're trying to um, uh, command through it more so. Yeah, probably wits was is going to be correct. They're okay. the same, so it's not matter too much mechanically just narratively so sure. yeah I'm, I'm definitely uh putting my knowledge to the test here sounds good and... do you have any advantages that would help you or uh of course you get a, a bonus die for the first time you're doing it yep. yep i gain uh because i have ocean's favorite i gain one bonus die for any risk you take aboard your ship nice that's um, awesome uh and then uh, do i get flare as well you do get flair because I think you're kind of just, you know, describing very well how uh, parts of the ship work that I don't know. So that's cool. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's all I got. Um, the ship doesn't give any specific uh, advantages for that, does it? Uh, there are backgrounds we have in play right now. And since yes. all three of you are on the ship, all three of you would have option to using any of, or uh, both of you would have the ship uh, option of using any of the backgrounds that are on there, as well as the, the Newman Origin. I think the Newman Origin, or Numa Origin uh, ship background might be the only thing that actually um, uh, could be useful here. If one of you guys have a knack ah. or a advantage that needs to be activated by a hero point, somebody else can pay that hero point cost if you mm. want. Gotcha. Um, otherwise, okay. from the things cool. I'm seeing here, I don't think... think. I don't yeah. think any of this applies right now. 
Correct. Uh, eh, that mascot might be helpful if you guys need a, a reroll. Um, yeah, so once per game because we have Ori, the, uh-huh. the monkey. Um, we can, any anyone on the ship can reroll any number of dice in a risk they just made. Right. Um, so if we get in a tight spot and and we we kind of need that, we can. Good. Uh, any of us can. Any of us can use that. Okay, I think I'm ready then. Okay. Let's see what cool. that does. Dang. Three with an Three. extra. Uh, questiones though. Um. You have three in sailing. No, I don't. Okay. That is something I'm going to need to work on. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, okay. Well, um, I will buy the extra for sure. Okay. I'll take it. Perfect. So you, what, you, have, th- th- you have three. Three, okay, cool. yes. For Briggs, uh, whenever it comes to, quote-unquote, getting lost, if we can't really see mm-hmm. um i have directional sense mm, nice which means i kind of always know where i am and where i'm going yeah um so that will be helpful if that needs to come into play but i think um kind of just in in this sense i'm getting up to the crow's nest and um, i'm probably going to do more of an observation kind of thing okay um, so I'm going to probably go with a, um, probably a wits notice. Okay. That seems, this that seems fair here. Um, and I'm going to say that because of your directional sense and you're in a position to use it being up in the crow's nest watching, I'm going to say that navigation wise, you guys are fine. So now we're just gonna be spending raises on protecting the ship and, you know, maneuvering it properly and not going too crazy. Cool. Um, so that's good. Uh, go ahead and make your roll there. You've got the bonus, the two bonus dice for you know first time and flare and all that fun stuff. No penalty and two bonus. Yeah, seriously, dice. roll twenty. Why is there a penalty on the character sheet? <laughs> yeah, Why? right. Why? It doesn't exist. It's Ooh, not in the there's system. There's a ten in there. Okay, one. Mm. Not the best though. Mm-mm. Um, one, two, three, four. Four no extras. Yeah, four no extras. Okay. Well, hey, good job. Lots of raises. (laughs) All right. So you've got four. Captain, you got three. Uh, So Briggs, what's the first thing you're going to help? Ooh, okay. Um, I am going to help us, since I'm uh, up here doing uh, observational things, Mm -hmm. um, I will... um, I'll probably help us with avoiding the big rocks that are around us. Sure. Um, so, uh, as far as that, yeah, I might, I might just help with our uh, don't hit anything goal. Okay. You want to spend two raises on that? Yeah, I'll spend okay. two. And we'll remove that as, a, as an fun. issue. Okay. Captain, Beautiful. you got three? I think I am going to try and point us to deeper water. Okay. To uh, get us, uh, you know, to get us in, in a little safer, uh, safer route. Hopefully, uh, clearer skies. Okay. Uh, Are you wanting to like literally life. turn the ship out into rough waters? Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. In, in yeah, into into yeah, open Gulf. Um, All right. You know, I'm I'm hoping that'll risk taker. Well, uh, <laughs> it, assuming that the fog is hugging the shore. Sure. That might get us away from, from that. 
uh, alt shell pick up, you know, steadier wind. See yeah. how it goes. Okay, perfect. Uh, how many raises do you want to spend on that? I guess I'll spend a couple. Okay. <laughs> Save perfect. one for who knows what. Um, and then we've got Briggs. You've got two left. I've got two left. Um, I'll, real quick, uh, just uh, while I'm thinking of it, uh, Logan, can you toss me another uh, hero point? Oh, great. I you have, have the... A, yep. A Valiant Spirit. I start with two. That'll be easier to remember soon. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, like, week week seven, eight, we'll be fine with this. Yeah, yeah, totally. Exactly. totally. <laughs> um, righty, let's see. I think... What's what's left? What are we what are we what are we looking at? Well, we're away from the rocks and we are we've basically actually changed the situation. You have removed the need, the the worry of the fog, really, because you're kind of pulling out into more open water. Um, okay. but now you have a different level of navigation need uh because you're now not on a main trade route. It's a little easier to get lost. Um the water could be mm-hmm. a little bit rougher. I think there's there's opportunities to for your ship to, you know, get misdirected. Um but yeah. Honestly, the main thing was the hazard therein of um the fog and the um okay. rocks that were that you're possibly could be sailing through. Um, uh I'll here, I'll spend uh, a, a a raise to help us keep a good distance from the fog, but also a good distance from all the open water to our our port. Sure. Okay. It's kind of just um, watching, kind of keep side. us keep us navigated and and keep us kind of uh, out of too much danger sure. of of uh, open okay. gulf. Even though it's kind of a smaller area, it's there, there's probably still some rough rough waters in here. Uh, the fog yeah. did basically persist for most of the day, um, and with you guys traveling as it were uh, and popping out to here, this is basically your entire day's travel gets you here which means you're a little bit behind mm-hmm. schedule, if that matters. You could always spend your last races to try and catch up speed. Um, yeah. Or just say that we're going to keep it safe. Uh, That's what I was going to say. I think I'm going to, yeah. uh, once we get out of the fog, uh, you know, go unreef the sails and uh, put on some speed. Um, okay. it, it's afternoon. It's We're heading towards evening now. Yeah. So yep. keep, keep the sun on our right and just keep that southern course. Okay. Yeah. Sounds keep good. Keep us running south. Um, I'll probably switch out uh, Crow's Nest with with uh, one of the the lower ranked officers or lower lower ranked uh, crew members is what I was thinking of. I'm I'm talking Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, lower ranked officer. Um, but uh, as long as I'll you don't try and start back. firing your phasers, we're okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, as fun. evening comes on, um, and you're kind of round around the edge, the fog had covered a huge area, like mm-hmm. a good probably eighty miles or so. And there was a ship Bro. that was in front of you that should have been way ahead of you. You never saw it leave the fog. You see no signs of it in any direction. So good job, Captain. You pulled yourself huh. away from a possible very bad thing, and you know we're taking a quick little <laughs> look behind the curtain. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> um, that was a hazard that I had thrown at you to see what was going to happen. Okay. Um, and there okay. was a chance that if you guys had kept through the fog and not pulled out, that it would start doing things to you and to your ship. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, okay. We got to watch out then. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, you never know. Right. Fog could be weird. Fog could be weird. <laughs> yep. yep. But anyway, that day goes pretty well. Um, and coming on to the next day, 
Uh, you're gonna be rounding around um, uh, the horn here uh, towards Rioja. It looks like anywhere you wanted to stop, or just you're keeping on and basically gonna cut from uh, the edge of Addison City across to the Senora Isles. How, how are we doing for supplies? I'll check in with uh, oh, good question, purser and yeah, yeah. see. Kind of depends on what we what we need. Yeah, because if we're coming around here to uh, what looks like Rioja, is that what it mm-hmm. looks like? Um, uh, Rioja would be your last big city aside from Vatacine City. Um, yeah, that would probably which, have the best options for supplies. Knowing our captain, uh, we're not going to <laughs> Vatacine City today, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> or ever at all. Yeah, I don't mind Vatacine City. It's just Vadachi I want to stay away from. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. That's that's more of my. I'm definitely not going to Bastini. <laughs> you don't want to yeah, cross over and, and just go hang out? Probably not. No. Okay, Hell no. Okay. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. Um, but yeah. yeah, we're how how far are we from Rioja? Probably another uh, Rioja. You get there in the evening. Half a day. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll get there. In the evening. Uh, probably like yeah, you know four we'll o'clock prob- or so. Let's let's stop let's stop in Rioja. Let's take take a breather. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, when you do talk to Cyrene, uh, Captain. Um, uh, she she does say, well, looking at our list, we didn't quite get our shipments, uh, all of them in. We had the basic supplies, but we have no fruits um, outside of the, the few that we still had left on from the last voyage. Um, and we didn't really pick up any sort of uh, cargo to sell or anything like that. Uh, so I think, mm. you know, it might be good to stop, you know, at least get some citruses and other things. Mm. We can push on, though, if you want to. We've got enough hardtack yeah. and, and um, uh, salted meats and fresh water, so we're okay. Might as well make the voyage comfortable. So, set course for Rioja. Okay. I don't do that, though. Uh, I would talk to Dugald. She goes back to, like, scribbling in her book. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you guys, uh, you guys sail on, and I don't really yeah. see much in the way as far as risks at this time. Um, okay. But you arrive in the city of Rioja as evening um, is coming, uh, coming on, and the sun is starting to set. Um, Rioja, uh, have any of you been here before? No. Yeah, I'd say no. Okay. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Okay. There's there's a lot of places Briggs has been that he has n- nowhere, no idea where he is. Okay, hmm. that's fair. That's fair. So, this was, um, so uh, you know, bef- before the directional sense part of his life. <laughs> let's uh, let's pull a card. Oh, well, that's Ooh. huge. Ten of swords. Ten of I'm going to roll a die to see whether it's upright or uh, inverted. Uh, even means it's inverted. It is odd, so it's upright, just like we see it. So ten of swords is a lot of strife and combat. Um, I'm going to say that's a that's a no situation, um, not a yes situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have not been here. You do not recognize this. Um, so, so no. Um, coming to Rioja, the first thing that strikes you as you're pulling into the harbor is how tall all of the buildings are here. Um, probably at least on par with, if not maybe a few of them taller than, um, the the towers in Vodace. There are okay. five and six story structures all throughout this place. And there are about eight or nine white ivory towers that are even taller than those. Probably like 10 or 12 stories. The The land itself is not like a, a river town or anything like that. It's not like they didn't have much space uh, to grow because as you get into the town um, or as you start to pull in 
um, and you can see more of the town, not just the the tall buildings. You can see there's a lot of structures that are shorter too, um, you know, one or two stories. Uh, but there are a lot of tall buildings here. A fair amount of them actually have a lot of glass, which is somewhat rare. Uh, and there are some different brass um, um, mechanisms uh, on the docks themselves. And you can see off of some of the buildings near the docks. To know more, though, you'll have to explore the rest of the city. I, I definitely have to stop Ori from playing with everything <laughs> <laughs> how do you stop ori is she uh good at listening or do you have like a little like harness and leash situation <laughs> uh definitely not a harness and leash situation okay. <laughs> it's it's a it's it's a situation where that was tried never again <laughs> um but uh it's it's uh kind of like a half the time she listens half the time i've got to literally go and pick her up and, and get her to stop doing something fair so, enough fair enough depending on how shiny it is or how much fun it is to grab yeah. on yep okay yeah these little brass things spin infinitely yep. so uh, there there's no there's no hope <laughs> <laughs> um so aside from the tall buildings the um, the city itself is built kind of into mountains, so to speak. So there are some buildings uh, that look tall, um, but towards the outer edge, you can see are actually built into the side of like a mountain or something. Oh. Um, mm. As you guys dock mm. up, uh, you pay your fees for docking uh, for the night. Um, the the gentleman at the, the what would you call it, dock warden? Dock I think master? that's what it would be. The dock yeah, master. Dock master uh, yeah. comes forth. He's got you know um, a person behind him that has. Uh, clearly invested in the large advantage um, that seems to be carrying a number of tomes um, stands head and shoulders above the dockmaster himself, but doesn't say anything and, and basically just seems to be there to carry stuff. And a dockmaster walks up. Good afternoon and welcome. How long are you staying in town? Uh, Cap would captain, would you be off the ship handling these things? Or this would probably be a me situation. Yeah you take care of it you, you know Cyrene, you and probably, Cyrene probably would be yeah best she's not, got her she's got her clipboard i'm I, you know. yeah yeah i'll be okay. available if if you need anything if need be okay sure <clears throat> um so yeah briggs briggs walks up <clears throat> um we're we're only here to uh, you know rest for the evening and uh restock on supplies before we uh, set out for the morning. Mm, very good, very good. Yes, yes, yes. Make sure you also uh, partake in some of our great... Um, uh, we have taverns over here, and there's great entertainments over there, and um, there's, of course, uh, beautiful churches in town. Well, thank you. Um, uh, that will be... And he lists off uh, a number of soul that are required for the payment, uh, soul being uh -huh. the Castilian uh, currency. Um, right. But he's happy to make the conversions for only a small, small fee. Um... I would probably have a few Castilian coins on me. Sure. Um, in, in a in a previous life, Briggs spent most of his time uh, in and out of of Castilian prisons. There you go. So he's probably got a small stash of Castilian goods. Do you um, speak the local language? Yes. Nice. Perfect. That gives you a bit of a, a discount, we'll say, even though it's not going to really matter as far as mechanics-wise. You know you got a right. better deal because you're able to, to speak with this guy. Um, yeah, in a nice so way. Um, 
I just so in in Castilian, uh, I say uh, n- n- no conversions needed, and I I uh, kind of slap some coins in his hand. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Everything seems to be uh, in order. Um, the uh, dock master uh, snaps for his assistant to pull out some sort of book and there's a big tome and he has you make your mark on the book. Uh, does Briggs, is Briggs literate? Uh, yes. Okay, perfect. Then you see a spot there to sign and push your ship designation down. Um, and all that stuff kind of normal, normal sorts of stuff with checking in Mm. at the docks. Yeah. He kind of just goes through the, goes through the roll, um, you know, rolls with the punches, goes through, the routine okay. he needs to and um yeah he gets a little bit more information about the the local area and like oh hey where would i go if i need these or fruit or you know whatever so i get kind of a little bit of a little bit of a, a tour of, okay. of sorts but not, um, not like a guided not like a guided tour i don't want to be with yeah i was gonna guy. ask is there anything in particular you want to know aside from like local <laughs> drinking holes um you know, like any any depthful knowledge. No, just kind of like oh, the apothecary's this way, and okay. uh, you know, just kind of get get a, get a uh, a general layout of of the area. That's actually something that interesting you find out is um, when you do actually ask about apothecary. Um, he again directs you back to the church, um, and and he says, mm-hmm. you know, the University of Rioja, which he he points to one of the white towers, used to at one time have apotheceria, but not now. Um, what happened? We are a holy place. We focus upon the right views of Theus. So, talk Unders- to your local church. Understood. All right. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they wander off and whatnot. As you look up at the White Towers, you can see there's actually some sort of huge-ass rope going from tower to tower to tower. That looks fun. Yeah. <laughs> Big. Um, yeah. There's, okay. there's no way regular rope would be like that. It's got to be metal maybe i don't know Ooh, okay captain back okay. on ship what mm-hmm. are you doing probably mostly just kind of sightseeing from the deck uh kind of looking waiting for uh for briggs to finish up the business end of things sure and uh i am i am considering an excursion okay. uh probably uh probably coordinating with uh Thanasis Bolotus is the third in okay. command. He uh, to kind of arrange some uh, some shore leave, uh, kind of rotate a few people through at a time for a couple hours. Um, yeah, Thanasis is your lieutenant. Um, yeah, and he he would be able to take on that military command and kind of be you know your second, um, especially if Briggs is not around. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's definitely your your like watch the ship guy. Um, aside Good. from that, I would say the next after him would be probably do gold gold yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, or sirene you know people don't want to mess with people yeah. who well, control yeah. Grog. <laughs> yeah sirene i think is uh you know she's she's going to be kind of focusing on on provisioning mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i think i'm assuming she's going to be a little busy with that uh, sure you know briggs may be stashing and storing the stuff or i'm, I'm sorry uh DeGauld might DeGauld. be doing that but okay yeah are you yeah. letting some of your people have uh time off or are you trying to keep everybody pretty tight yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, okay. uh, arrange some shore leave for you know people to take some breaks and go ashore for a couple hours, and uh, you know, rotate everybody through. Sure. Tell them don't get too drunk. They come back 
way too drunk. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, fantastic. Um, probably by this time, uh, Briggs and and Cyrene are probably uh, headed back. Sure. Okay. So uh, they've probably picked up a couple provisions here and there. You know, anything at the at the close shops. Um, and then, okay, you know, we'll send a couple people out to go get you know. The more far that you know, the places we have to go walk a, a, across town for, we'll send somebody else to go do that. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Uh, um, so yeah, when he comes back, uh, greet you at the the gangway. I'll uh, hand over a crate of oranges. There you go. Ah. Lovely, then, uh... <laughs> excellent start. Hand it off to somebody else to, to stow away. Right. So everything has gone. Very well so far. Um, so far, uh, I it might be a slight trouble finding anything medicine related. Uh, it seems they lean towards uh, religious means for healing. Is, is mm. kind of what I'm getting from that. Uh, and upon medicine related, you see Henrik. Um, your Sarmatian doctor come up to you guys. Uh, ah. Did I hear you say something about uh, medicine related? I have at least, if you could get these certain um, unguents and herbs. Um, uh, please, I, he kind of, Briggs kind of holds out his hand uh, okay. in kind of like a hold on moment. Like, <laughs> uh, palm, palm straight out. Like, uh, yeah, so he starts to like hand the list towards you and then pulls it back as he realizes you're saying, uh-uh, as opposed to give me the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pushes um, his glasses back up on his nose. I, I, I commend your enthusiasm, friend. Uh, it, it's, it seems we, we will have to go elsewhere for these provisions. Mm, that, that does not seem right. Rihoa was one of the first universities in Thea. They should have great options here. Well, I'm sure you can speak with the Dark Master, who just informed me that uh, it seems they used to have an apothecary, and, and now they seem to not. I, I can't go it, far in, from the, the, the Sarmian man that is injured in your cabin, Captain. Could you look into this, I guess? I, I don't know. I'd, uh, he'll be <laughs> fine, I, I think. I just, these, would be, these would be helpful if anybody else gets injured, and, well... I can't believe they wouldn't have things. And he just isn't, a, like, he's just muttering to himself now, like, no, there's no way. They have to have these things. That, let's see what we can do. Eh? Eh? He, he kind of waves his hand, <laughs> takes the, the Okay, list. he hands it over to you. And, like, tries to, like, explain what each of these are, and he's using, like, really big terms and explanations <laughs> and stuff that yeah. I don't think Andreas would care about. Yeah, he, he gets glassy-eyed at that. Oh, yeah. And uh, just kind of lets him run out of steam before he, uh, Turns to uh, Briggs and says, <laughs> "Mr. Briggs, you uh, would you be up for assisting me on a little scavenger hunt?" Well, I can't say why not. You, you kind of see a <laughs> that's a s small grin. <laughs> that's gone an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Just the Briggs two of you. You're taking a crew with you. Um. Just the two of us. And what I'm sorry, I cut you off there, Zach. <laughs> no, that's okay. Okay, you're good. Perfect. 
All right. Well, you guys head out on the town. Um, okay. Kind of echoing what I already said, a lot of the buildings are very tall here. And um, mm. uh, it seems that you walk by what, like one of the uh, white towers, and there seems to be a um, sign on the outside uh, written in mm. Old Than and Castilian uh, that says uh, Studies of Criminal Justice and Law. Oh, hmm. interesting. But you can see that a lot of the buildings here have some really nice like brass fittings of uh, some sort of pulley system to pull things up to higher levels. Uh, and all of those seem to have some sort of metal cabling. There's a few large clocks throughout town, but none of them seem to be working. Okay. Um, and I'm going to say as you get closer to on one of the white towers way up high, you notice that there's also some sort of box hanging from one of the wires that's going from tower to tower. Large, ah. large box, like large enough to be a small house. Wow. Okay. Okay. What's the ground area look like? Is it hustling, bustling? Is yeah, it's it pretty decent. Scarce. What's it like? No, yeah, yeah. It's pretty decent uh, flow of people. I mean, this is evening time, um, which uh, in Castile, uh, business is still going good. Uh, they have their you know mm-hmm. siesta in the middle of the afternoon. Um, so right. I think you guys basically showed up in town right after that was done, and things are starting to wind back up again. Um, so yeah. people are still selling stuff. There's still business going even into the evening. Yeah, there's activity for sure. The ground itself, um, nicely laid cobblestone, old, well-worn. You can definitely tell there's an age to the town, um, mm-hmm. but it's not worn down. Okay. Um, okay. You do see, of course, a couple of guards throughout town. Um, you see two different distinct forms of guards. Um, one is in some sort of like uh, yellow and black. Um, yellow jackets and, and mm-hmm. black pants and black trims and stuff like that. Seems to be some sort of mm-hmm. town guard, and you see them in pairs. And then less commonly, or less frequently, I would say, um, you see um, groups of four boot-wearing, red-robed uh, inquisitors hmm. that seem to be moving through town. Not aggressively or anything like that, but they do have a certain presence about them, like they are um, patrolling. You know, breaks how you for are, without any question. Would know how are people like. are people reacting to them? Or no, is it seems to be pretty normal. Yeah, they don't okay. seem to to have much reaction at all. Uh, yeah, I'll just kind of take a small moment to observe the crowd and the situation around yeah. me, and you know, just kind of take it in for a second as as we're entering the uh, square. I guess what is this kind of a situation this looks like? Yeah, okay. I'll be I'll be kind of looking for merchants or or something. You know. That sort of thing. Okay, let's get some rolls here to see what, uh, how much you guys have as far as uh, leeway. I'm not sure this is exactly an action or a dramatic sequence. I'm mostly going to try and use the raises for like what things you can kind of find and learn in your in your evenings okay. walkabout. Hmm. All right. What approach did you like? Uh, um. Well, I think just to kind of be safe, this is basically a, a wits notice kind of. Uh, you know, seeing what we see. Okay. You've already done wits notice once tonight. I have. Uh, would you want to make it maybe a panache notice and be more of the people person, Briggs? Or are you pretty much going to be the quiet type that watches more? Uh, Briggs is definitely the quiet type that nice. stands back in the corner. Okay. Uh, cool. In the shadows and uh, waits for a moment to do something. I like that. Okay. So um, I guess that'd be the question thing uh, in this situation here. What is the thing you're looking for? Is it uh, items, movements, or are you trying to read like the attitudes and people? The difference being between notice or empathy, because empathy could also be a good option here too. Um, if you're trying to like mm-hmm. read the attitude off people's or or kind of like you know, notice 
people's conversations or that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know what? Briggs is going to actually take a moment and he's going to sit back and with a, just a, just a simple, maybe a wits theft. Oh, okay. Uh, just take a, just take a look and see what's, see what's there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I mean, Captain so, yeah. said we need to get things for the ship, right? We need things. He asked for yeah. things. This is an adventure, after all, and and Briggs Briggs's adventures are often troublesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, Andreas of Tirian. That, that was with uh, that was with two bonus dice. Okay. Um, Do you have two more to add to that, or ac- accidentally? No, that like that includes two bonus dice because I accidentally oh. hit uh, submit. I'm assuming I only get one bonus die. Well, I mean, right now. Yeah, I'll give you the flare too. There's, you know. Okay. That's fine. Cool. Thank you. Um, so, but I rolled two tens. Nice. Uh, a nine, eight, a six, and a five. So that's four. Um, that is four. No extras. No special extra for you. <laughs> no extras for me. Okay. Nice. Andres. Okay. I need a judgment call here. I'm sure. Ooh, okay. See if we're understanding this the same. Uh, looking at my sorcery, the, my Mysterios, mm. um, especially the, the last paragraph there. When you use empathy, scholarship, or warfare as your approach in a dynamic sequence, you may activate this apocalypse. You immediately gain raises equal to your ranks and the skill that you chose as your approach. A Misty may activate this apocalypse only once per episode. So That's interesting. Um, I have, I have one in scholarship. So does that mean if I activate that, I get, so if I roll a scholarship roll, mm-hmm. does that, and spend a, a hero point, does that mean I get one extra raise yes. or does that, in, in addition to what I roll or does that replace what I roll? Yeah. Yes, immediately no, gain is adding on top of. Adding on top yep, of. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So then, you roll and then. I would assume you, you know, you activate this, you roll, and then you also gain, you know, one in that scholarship. In okay. Scholarship okay. That's... Because you used scholarship in your main role. That's what that's, I was. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. That's at. the way I was reading it. I just wanted to make sure. Then, yeah, I think I'm going to go with that to try to uh, uh, okay. activate my knowledge of what, uh, what I know. Um, now, this is magic. This is literal powers working through you from the gods. What does this look like? What do you this do? Is, How do you activate it? Um, this is a good a good point. I kind of look around. I'm, I kind of pull out the, the list of, of stuff that I got from the doctor that's all, you know, I'm sure it's, it's very, very old, old uh, Thanish, um, mm-hmm. you know, so it, it's kind of... Uh, and like I said, probably over my head a little bit, so I kind of mumble a, a you know kind of a silent prayer to uh, Theona Dionia, the uh, the goddess of of uh, wisdom and empathy, and uh, and hope you know hope that she can help inspire me to to know where to find this sort of information. 
and I'm going to spend a danger point that Briggs, <sighs> while you kind of stop and look at your list and you, you know, mutter something to yourself, Briggs, you just see the outline of a lady's face lean over and whisper in Andreas's ear out of seemingly nothing. And Fiona Dianoia is whispering in your ear, telling you about how that this, you know, they used to have more here. Look at that tower over there. And she kind of like directs your vision. You can see the sign that's there. It looks newer on the, on that ivory tower. And it flickers for a second in, in your view, as if you're almost like remembering Andreas, you're almost like seeing back into time a little bit. And you see how that sign itself was at one point in time, um, Apotheca. And you look over at another shop and it is currently a, um, seems to be some sort of like a candle maker shop, but you see the shelves at one point in time had bottles and, um, uh, ungeons and little jars of stuff. And those are little details that she whispers in your ear, but Briggs, you see a, a, spectral i want to say i don't want to say ghostly but spectral sort of form out of the midair whisper into andreas's ear and then recede go ahead and make your roll you got an extra raise on there andreas okay uh and I, of first course, time i've done it i've got the first time flare. And, and flare definitely awesome. you spend your, okay. your hero point which you did i see that i spent yep and boom oh wow that's some numbers uh, that looks like at least three with an extra, plus my other extra one would be four. Four with an extra, and I'll buy that extra. Go Fantastic. ahead and take and that just... coin back. Free, mo- free money right there. Yeah, perfect. And you as well. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so, Briggs, how do you feel about seeing something there again today? Oh, it's weird, man. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird, man. Oh, man. I'm freaking out, uh, man. You I'm freaking are freaking out, freaking man. Out, man. <laughs> um, Briggs isn't a... He isn't an individual that is affected by strange things. Okay. He's often attracted by strange things. Okay. Uh, does so not a superstitious sailor. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he's not superstitious because <laughs> he's every pirate's a little superstitious. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's like normal stitious. I, he's not superstitious. He's he's just <laughs> stitious. Just stitious. Okay, <laughs> got it. Um. The, it it so that seeing this freaks him out a bit okay. on the inside. He doesn't show that he saw or noticed anything. Sure, but he kind of process he processes those things internally. Sure. Um, but yeah, he and Andreas, little, you don't notice anything out. normal or weird or whatever. Else. This is normal for you because you're just oh, you're just course. praying. You don't notice anything. Uh-huh speak to you like that of course yep. god speak to you that's what they do like duh. exactly perfect exactly. all right so yep. each of you have some raises what would you like to learn see or understand or nick in this situation since briggs was rolling for theft <laughs> what, would, yeah. what would make briggs you know what would be interesting to briggs is briggs you know a pickpocket is briggs a guy who swipes stuff from countertops 
Are you casing places to try and see what would be a good place to break into in the evening? You know, he's been doing this for a while. Sure. So I think any cards are on the table here. <laughs> um, I think he's more thinking of things that might prepare them for this upcoming, you know, adventure that they're on, you know, yeah. whatever. Okay. So maybe, maybe if he notices a couple of the crew don't have firearms, he'll mm. take a couple pistols or okay. um, uh, daggers, uh, you know, anything that would help ship life. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, pistols yeah. in in this time period, you know, big old little, wheel locks, match locks, flint locks, that sort of thing. I mean, they're they're a good sizable chunk of steel and wood. Like it's not exactly like a little uh, you know, derringer you can stick in your pocket. Um, though they at this time I would say they there is enough ingenuity about that you can see some pretty interesting combinations of guns. Um, okay. but it's, you know, you're not likely to have something that's super small, but you could still probably conceal one or two. Yeah. If I if I can't get you know, a couple full guns, I'll nick some gun parts or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and some we can shot, make some, some powder, stuff. some, you know, yeah. You yeah, know yeah, replacement yeah. flints, something like that. Okay. Perfect. Um, as many raises as you want to spend on that, you can get a couple of items for each one. I have, I have four. Okay. Um, I will spend half. Okay. You spend two. You get four little yes. items or two big items. Your call. Or you can get one special one. Can I get... Can I get one big item and two small items? I like it. Let's go for it. So you find like yes. a whole kit, kind of like a extra shot powder little side kit. You find a big gun. Not big. You find a, a full pistol. Um, seems to be nice enough. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, as you As you swipe this... I'm going to say, are you caring that Andreas would notice or not? Is this something you're going to worry about? Maybe a little bit. Okay. So as Andreas is looking away, doing something else, that's when you grab this here. And just to add yeah, some tension I might, there. If I, if I need to, I'll spend an extra raise just in order to conceal myself a little better. Okay, that works for me. I was going to spend a danger point to have the guards walk by right then, just cause some tension for you. Um, so I'll do that. But I wasn't going to make them notice you. So I'll let you keep that raise for now. Okay. Um, but there is, you know, just that opportunity as you walk past a shop. Um, these items are out there. The shopkeeper just is far enough away. Andreas looks over towards something and is like, ah, I wonder if we can go ask these people. And you just into your jacket. <laughs> yeah. Andreas. Yes. Four raises. What would you like I to want do? to I want to head to that candle shop. Sure. And kind of examine the candles a bit to see if I can determine if there's any unusual uh, elements being used in the construction of that uh, candles. See if anything might suggest... Ah, welcome, that, uh, senor. There's... Would you like a candle today? I have ones with, of course, the thin cross. Uh, or would you like one of the, the prophets? Good evening well? to you. How are you, my friend? Are you here to buy ah, candles? Yes. Uh, I am certainly interested in your candles. Yes, I, I, they, they look beautiful. But what do you best make them all of from? Rioja. We use, of course, only the best of, and he starts to list off like different, you know, ingredients. These ones are beeswax. I suppose these ones over here are more of a tallow. And, you know, um, okay. depending on what your needs are, of course, and, you know, how much you're willing to spend on a quality bit of lighting. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I'm going to be, you know, just kind of giving them, you know, sniffing, kind of examining sure. them, seeing if I can determine anything that looks not normal for candles. Not that I'm no, a real they expert. Seem pretty but... normal. Yeah, they seem, okay. I mean, you know, candles are what everybody's using. It's not like you can you sure. know, flip on a light switch somewhere. So I would say you're not an expert per se, but you know a weird candle if you see one. Right. And right. Uh, it all looks pretty normal. Um, looks okay. like candles. Um, some of course are pretty nice. Some are very cheap. Uh, some are even like just dipped, um, willow fronds that, you know, burn in a half an hour, um, mm. for getting across town, he says, um, ah. nothing, nothing too crazy about any of them. Okay. Um, uh, does he, are there scented candles? Is that, you know, like, I know picturing a modern candle shop but I, sure. obviously this is a the yankee more, candle you, store yeah this is probably a lot more utilitarian <laughs> candles but uh yeah um, oh oh you ask about the santa candle you have little senorita at home i see i have possibly. just a thing and he like goes back into this little black back closet area and like pulls out a special case that he opens up and it's um uh i have two options and the first one he opens from one case is like a rose water scented and then he has another one that he, there was little bits of like myrrh mixed in, which, you know, a special premium for those. Hmm. Oh, absolutely. Special, special premium. Yes. That's but you do notice, product. since you're spending a raise on this, that before he opens the boxes, he he's, talks about them a little bit and has hands on them. And he's looking to you and talking to you, but he does look one direction and keeps talking. And he looks another direction and he keeps talking. And then he opens them up and shows. So there is a, a little bit of hesitation. It's not something he has on his major shelves. Um, or on his main shelves, easy to see by everybody, even though these are a okay. nice item that might sell well, so to speak. Okay. These are, these are wonderful. Where, where do you get your, uh, where do you get your ingredients for such wonderful candles? Oh, I, uh, I have my means, you know. <laughs> the way you said that, it just <laughs> seems like we're talking about something that's not candles. <laughs> Well, <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh, kind of it. You know what? I think I need to spend spend two raises to change my uh, approach uh, direction here, my approach, yeah. and uh, kind of flip over to empathy a little bit to see if I can. You know, is, is this guy hiding something? I, I you know, what. Is there a possibility that he might have? Is there a possibility that he may be open to question to uh, some non-traditional questioning? Maybe um, he definitely is hiding something, and he definitely was looking to make sure nobody was, you know, a certain no somebody wasn't watching when he pulled these items out. Um, but he's okay. not like trying to hide it immediately. Uh, he is keeping a watch around, so he is a little concerned. But it's not like you know he's selling methamphetamines or something like that he's not like super nervous uh but there okay. is a little bit of concern um with what he is selling um he definitely seemed to clamp up when you asked about his sources um as far as where where does he get you know supplies for such a thing hard to say well, without asking him a direct question then um, i am i'm just going to pull out the list and, and set it down and say i am looking for some items myself uh any chance that you could assist me and he, he kind of looks at the, the items and looks back to you, looks around the street a little bit, and then reaches into his um, uh, vest pocket and pulls out a pair of small little reader glasses and slides those on and looks a little closer. 
Ah, senor, I see that you are in need of certain medical supplies. Which is interesting for a candlemaker yes. to recognize some of these items. I would go and ask to talk to uh, Vatisi. Vatisi? Vatisi. Where might I need find to go. Vatici? Yeah, you need to go to um, uh, the dropped banner over off of 7th Pier. And he kind of points you back towards the dock. Should be there in the uh, evening. Thank you very much. Uh, and I will find a candle and purchase it from him. Perfect. And he seems to be very thankful. And, uh, yes. and basically, as soon as, you know, you're like, oh, cool, I'll, I'll buy a candle here. He boxes up the other one, slides them off to the side, and then, you know, makes the transaction with you. Fantastic. You turn around from his shop, and you see that Briggs is kind of adjusting his jacket and kind of like, uh, you know, straightening up a little bit, like he'd maybe just brushed himself off or something. No idea why. Yes. Well, I will walk off, walk up to him and do the kind of slap him in the chest with the back of my hand thing and come along, my friend. We are heading back to the, uh, the docks. And with that, I think we'll uh, let the curtains kind of drop in on this scene and we will pick <laughs> up with where you are next episode. Yeah, I think that's a good place. Nice. Perfect. Well, this is exciting. I'm, I'm excited to, to keep going. Um, but yeah, gentlemen, thank you for joining me today and in this wonderful, wonderful adventure we have going on. And uh, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to the next one. So Excellent. Uh, stay tuned, everybody. And that's it for this episode of Tabletop Radio Hour. Like always, you can find this episode on soundcloud.com slash tabletopradiohour and on iTunes. You can find us on Twitter at TabletopCast if you have any questions or comments. You can join us over on Facebook.com slash TabletopRadioHour for regular updates. We also have an email address, that is TabletopRadioHour at gmail.com. Our website, TabletopRadioHour.wordpress.com. You can find information about our Patreon page on our website. I want to thank you all for listening, and keep rolling 20s.